Tyrese. Yes. If you were in charge of the Pokemon company, <laughs> what would you have done today? <laughs> what would you have given the people? <laughs> Not to date the episode. Uh, it's currently February 27th. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, patch 1.2. Uh, uh, 5.22. 1.2 for Scarlet and Violet. Releases tomorrow. When they said late oh, February. Oh, they meant the latest they possible meant February the they could get. last minute, yeah. Okay. Um, I would have just fucking waited till the summer. <laughs> till they had something <laughs> good we to got, show. We got Pokemon Sleep. Well, he, look, right. <laughs> Don't act like it was nothing. Look, I know this isn't, this. I know this is Doctor Who Rewind, but I've got some dirty laundry to air, okay? I am fine with what they announced. <laughs> you can so hear that. Is it so loud? Yeah, yeah, just just crunchy cracker or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Knew you were going to do it. In sync. I was wondering why it was like so loud and like <laughs> visceral to me. So, the Pokemon issue. Mm. The issue that I have with Pokemon. Yes. Is like, you can announce DLC for your game. Of course you can do that. Yeah. You're, you're a business. You need to make money. Whilst I'm not like, oh, cool, yeah, DLC. I'm not really excited for it. I didn't get it with the Gala stuff either. That's fine. Don't announce DLC for a base game that's broken as shit. That has never broken twice the same time. This snowflake of a game. Yeah. Not, not snowflake in the in the internet sense. In the, so in the unique case, and different. A lowercase snowflake, if you will. Yeah. Tooth and claw, more like T's and C's apply. Huh. What? No. Anyway, welcome to Doctor Who Rewind. It's an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Tyrese, and my friend Katie. Does he know this from memory? Let's see. I did, and then you said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Tyrese, oh. and my friend Katie um, rewatch episodes of Doctor Who, beginning with the. Don't, no, don't even mouth it. Please don't. I don't even the have revival, it. Also the it. revival in 2005. Once we finish that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and review episodes of Classic Who. And after that or between that, it doesn't really Ex- matter how this bit goes. Uh, um, we'll, we do games and books and big finish uh, audio, audio adventures. And more. <laughs> We've done this so much that I've now sort of almost got that memorised. Which, if you didn't interrupt, I can guarantee you I'd have done that in one yeah, go. Yeah, the thing is... Do you think when someone goes, what's your favourite colour? And you go, oh my God, everything's grey. <laughs> the thing is, like, I I feel like... I don't think I'm confident enough in knowing what it is to be able to do it from memory, but I know yeah. what sounds wrong. Like I know what's not. Yeah, you know. It, I, I know what makes n- sense. I know what's not the. Uh, what's <laughs> I know not what's wrong intro. about it. I know it's not the intro. Uh, Tooth and claw this week. Yeah. How uh, do we feel about it? I feel like I-, I love this one. I know that you don't feel as strongly about this one as me. Not that you hate. You don't hate it. I me. I don't hate this at all. But it's more of a case of I just can't take it very seriously. And that's because of a meme video you watched years ago. That's yes. like basically ruined this episode for you. Yeah, well, that. And also just sort of like, it's not a very serious episode. I mean, no, no, it's not like serious big stake episode. No, but like, I do like it. I think it's, it's well written. I think it's like a good story. Like, I don't, you know. I think it's like, like the best way I can describe this is like, it is filler. But well, good in, filler. But in like a top tier filler yeah, kind yeah. of way. I'm like, if, if you are going to do filler, this is how you do a filler yeah, episode like, to me. I feel like I need to stress this. I'm like, I don't hate this episode. I don't even dislike this episode. I just don't take it seriously. However, I still have a fucking great time with it. You, you know, I still it. really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm doing the summary this week. 
I haven't read this. You said it's a longer summary. It's a little bit longer, yeah, but, you know. Okay, I'm going to have to go speedy voice. You've probably seen the episode already if you were listening to this, because why wouldn't you have done that? Go watch it. It's on BBC iPlayer for free. So as if this is super horrible. That's a lie. You've done that on purpose, haven't you? No. Have you done this? Are you sure? Yes. I just kind of sort of changed it to the standard setting every time I have to write This is your standard setting? Yeah. I like it and it makes me happy and I don't want you to make me feel like a bad person. Am I allowed to say what it is? Yeah, I don't care because I'm not ashamed. Unlike you're trying to make me. I'm not trying to make you ashamed. I'm just saying that Times New Roman size 12 double spacing is the perfect way to write anything Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a thing. No, it is. It's correct. She was a thing, Mr. Stormlight Archive. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen Claw was written by Rusty Davies, you can tell, uh, and directed by Euros Lane. (laughs) What's so funny? This aired on the 22nd of April. 2006, two audiences. A group of monks arrive at the Torchwood Estate deep in the Scottish moors. Their leader, Father Angelo, played by Ian Hanmore, commandeers the house from its owner, Robert MacLeish, who's played by Derek Riddell, in a show of martial arts. The monk then chain the rest of the inhabitants of the house in the basement and leave them there. Meanwhile, in the TARDIS, the Doctor and Rose make plans to go to Sheffield in 1979, but are surprised to exit the box and find themselves in the company of Queen Victoria, played by Pauline Collins, and her royal escort. Upon realising they've landed a hundred years earlier in 1879, the Doctor assumes the fake identity of a Scottish Doctor, James McCrimmon. The psychic paper reveals the Doctor as her assigned protector on the journey, and the group makes their way to the Torchwood Estate, where Victoria plans to spend the night. As the Doctor and Rose begin the journey, a bet is started between the two. Can Rose get Victoria to say... I am not amused. Back at the house, Sir Robert is blackmailed by Father Angelo to comply, or his wife will be devoured. Robert tries to dissuade Victoria from staying. However, she insists, as Prince Albert was a close friend of Sir Robert's father. On a tour of the house, the Doctor inspects the telescope, observing that it wouldn't be much good for stargazing. While Rose is searching for something to wear to dinner, she finds a hidden servant girl, Flora, played by Ruthie Milne, hidden in her wardrobe. She tells Rose what has happened, but before Rose can tell the Doctor, the pair are kidnapped and chained in the cellar with the others. At dinner, Sir Robert tells the group a story of werewolf sightings. He says his father believed this as fact. The monastery was against this, and Sir Robert poses the theory that the monks could have turned from God to worship the wolf. Father Angelo chants in Latin at the full moon, and the Doctor suggests the monks could be with them right now. In the cellar, Rose observes the man locked in the cage, played by Tom Smith. The mocap is done by Jeff Green. She asks what planet he is from, but he reveals the body he possesses is from Earth and was stolen by the monks. Details similar to the story Sir Robert was telling over dinner. While Rose tries to help, the man says that he will not leave and instead will bite the Queen Victoria to begin the Empire of the Wolf. The transformation begins and Rose assists the prisoners escape. Sir Robert apologises to the Queen for his betrayal, as the monks have been holding his wife, Lady Isabel, Michelle Duncan. While the Doctor and Sir Robert meet up with Rose and the other prisoners, Queen Victoria figures that the monks were responsible for the detour that brought her to the Torchwood Estate. However, she is prepared and shoots Father Angelo. Trapped in the house of the werewolf on the loose, the women head to the kitchen and the Doctor and friends head upstairs. The women discover that the monks are wearing mistletoe around their necks and that is why they're safe from the wolf. Upstairs, the walls of the library are treated with oil of mistletoe, keeping the Doctor and the gang safe for now. The Doctor suggests that Sir Robert's father knew this and puts together the monk's plan for the wolf to use Victorian advancements in order to further the Empire. After Victoria reveals she has been travelling with the Koh-i-Nua diamond, I've never seen that before, the Doctor formulates a plan using the telescope. The wolf crashes the party but is dissuaded by Lady Isabel who attacks it with mistletoe. Sir Robert sends the women away and sacrifices himself in order to buy the Doctor more time. When the werewolf enters the observatory, the Doctor uses the diamond to redirect the moonlight as a weapon against the wolf. The telescope not being a telescope at all, but a light chamber. While caught in the light, the wolf asks the Doctor to make it brighter and end his life. The next day, the Doctor and Rose are given royal titles and banished from the Empire. 
The Queen does not approve of their lifestyle and cannot have it in her world, stating at last that she is not amused. On the way back to the TARDIS, the Doctor and Rose joke that the royal family are werewolves. However, at the Torchwood estate, Victoria is not in the mood for jokes and assures Lady Isabel that her husband's sacrifice wasn't in vain. She will establish the Torchwood Institute to combat these enemies and keep watch for the Doctor. Windy! Windy! This episode is fucking windy. It's so windy that ADR is twice Somehow not as windy as New Earth, still. Windy enough for ADR. Yeah. That's how I'm like, how windy is it? If ADR is used, very fucking windy. Yes. How do you feel about this episode then? In a more I... in a more refined sense. Like it. <coughs> Look. Um I'm gonna apologize already if this is a bit jittery. I'm coughing like hell and I'm trying to cut them all out. Um I think I know why I like this episode so much. And I said to you earlier that this episode was the one that I watched and I was like, okay, so not just aliens. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that was like, hey, you can do... And Vampires in Venice doesn't count in this. Yeah, no. That's not... That's I fish. Don't, uh, yeah, it does This not. is like actual... Basic, this is basically just a werewolf. Well, There's not much... even still, the fish are aliens. Yeah. But even this is also alien in origin that we learn. But... Yes. You don't really get any of that. You normally um, just get regular werewolf rules. I have a little thing about that. In a departure from the last week... I believe I do have some trivia and little notes about the alien of the week. Just Ooh. a few though. It was, you yeah. know, it was pretty slim pickings to be honest, but I'll you know, we've got, we've got some. Uh, the, how do you feel about the phrase fist of man? Yeah. I didn't like it. No, there's a, there's a, I, I enjoy, I think this series in general, I find myself writing a lot more quotes in my book. Oh, no, me too. I've got, like, a, a few for this episode, especially. I was like, I haven't changed the way that we do the show. I just I just find, you know, in the last two weeks that there's been way more quotable Do you know bits. what is a thing I've found just with doing the show in general? What? In regards to my note-taking, sometimes I will just write down a line and I'll be like, let's just talk about this whole thing. Yeah. Instead of a specific note, I'll just be like, let's discuss this moment. Because he says Fist of Man and then we get, like, the most jarring fight in television history. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is happening yeah, here? Yeah, Doctor Who goes all Cobra Kai never dies for a minute. Like at the beginning of this episode. There's, there's, I don't know, even know how to describe how it's cut. It's just like, man in the air, man on the floor, man in the air, man um, on the floor, man swing stick, it's done. Apparently, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was one of the inspirations okay. for, for this, for the way that the monks do that. That and another film, which you're going to cut this silence while I find it. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Brotherhood of the Wolf. Okay. I knew it was something of the wolf, but I don't just want to guess at it. Like, like this is like a really, it's kind of like a really intense intro. But it's, I think it's undercut to me that by the end, the gist of it was bald man want house. Yeah. Bald and, man then, and then bald man get house. Bald man get house. Yeah. Have keys? Thank you. And then that's it. He's got the house. For me. <laughs> just like reaches out like a child. Like, yeah, <laughs> grabby hands. Can I have? Mum says it's my turn on the house keys. <laughs> Another thing I don't understand as we get like context going through we see that people get locked up into this into, into the cellar into the cellar yeah all before the titles roll then they they take the drape off we know it's just a man in a dressing gown in there right now yeah why do they all scream ah it's a man in a cloak i was just i was watching it and i was like that's just a guy to you well what if i mean okay this is not what i think it is this is just a what if what if it's just he's still the wolf but he's like curled up like sleeping or something, you know? Like wagging his little tail. Yeah, I was trying to think of that in a way that like, what if he's mid-transformation <laughs> or something? And then all I could I'm picture so was like a little sleeping dog. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's not something that scream at either. Yeah. 
Then the titles. Then uh, fit check this week. Also, sorry, just want to say titles. The scream fade into the titles from from oh, Lady Isabel. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. We do that a lot. We do that a lot, in but I just show, think I, I think, think this one particularly is is like a noteworthy one. Oh, you don't do like if we don't always get like a you know a scream into the intro, we get a scream from off screen. The doctor looks away and he's like, "Run this way towards the scream," because he's just that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, the doctor does his own fit check for Rose this week. Yes. Um, okay. What do you think about this one? Because <coughs> I think that solid, like top to bottom, another another absolutely banger rose outfit she looks good her hair is done good my only complaint is that i would have gone with a different boot but like i did not pay attention to her feet that's one like that's a your fetish thing i'm just not into that listen no it's not like though Hmm. is it i mean you don't have to be like ashamed of it like there's so much weirder things to be into i genuinely don't think i've ever mentioned anything like that to you so i'm like are you gaslighting no i'm like no you haven't mentioned it on like the show but i mean we spoke about it i don't feel like you've got a problem with putting it out there what the fuck stop laughing at me i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) i was like maybe if it's serious i can like convince the thing is imagine if like you've never had a foot fetish but then you leave today and you're like maybe i've got a did Tyrus just convince me that i've got a foot fetish i need you to know that i I don't remember a lot of things so you know i'm here trying to genuinely remember any time and you're obsessed with your own high arch that i've said you know yeah but that's my business um (laughs) Doctor says, it's good to be a lunatic. Yeah. What? What on earth? What? Really? Also, this opening scene with the TARDIS, I like it. This is because this is how I imagine like home life TARDIS is. Yeah, yeah. This like, is this is um, this is the 90% of the TARDIS screen time that we don't see is them like just dicking yeah, around on this the is console like, room. You know, this is like hangout time. Yeah. And I think it's like a little bit corny, a little bit hammy, but I'm like, eh. Like this is their, their casual, let their guard down inside the, you know. Yeah, like comfort zone. It's very, very sweet, isn't it? Like you know, not in terms of the yeah. way, like oh, it's so sweet. Like, like in a way where it's like oh. a bit, you know, oh, <laughs> look how sweet they are. Oh, so happy, you know that sort of thing. But, but like, I'm fine with it because they yeah. just seem like they're having fun. But so then, I can... in passing, Rose is baffled by the idea of going to a concert. <laughs> you watched the Earth burn in your first visit away, in on in like in this no, box. Just gonna go to a gig. And someone's Chill. Like, yeah, and someone's like, ooh, Burning Man. And the, and she's like, we can do that. Fucking, what do you think? You saw, you, Daleks, you, you atomized a Dalek. I would absolutely game the Doctor she would so hard for the ability to be able to go do to any, any gig, yeah. any show, any Queen event. Queen in their prime. Is that, that what kind you of would thing. do? I think so. I think, like, because I'm a big comedy fan i would you love are... to go do stand-up comedy shows with him but concert wise i don't know what i'd what i'd want to do oh you know rose would be going to see mcfly how hard do you think she'd lose her mind over mcbusted oh my god implying that they you know they took off in the parallel universe did they really busted what no no i'm just busted. saying like imagine if imagine if they did like assuming because this is after 2005 oh right? yeah so because um, obviously think... she's out of my league and then Rose is just like oh my god like crying in the crowd fainting like a Michael Jackson audience member and it the was, just um, like, what the fuck? McFly did have an appearance in Doctor Who though what? and Dawson Harold Saxon oh my god that, oh yeah I'm an idiot I'm, yeah. such, a, I'm such a fool <laughs> McFly canon McFly and Little Mix canon in Doctor Who uh, then... take that 
then they they leave the TARDIS thinking that they're in a time that they're not in, which is just a thing that happens, I suppose. Yep. Isn't that how the Unquiet Dead happens too? If I recall. Yes. They're like, we're going to go this time. Be, yeah. And they go the wrong time. The Doctor does it again. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about Rose doing the Scottish accent? <coughs> Never do it again. I'll, I love the little I companions. I like the attempt. I like the companions try and blend in bit. Like I never, yeah, I yeah. never think it's not like funny, you know. Right, we're back. You're not doing anything to not irritate your yeah, throat. Well, you know? That is doing out for you. Yeah, you no, need to have a soother. The doctor calls Rose a timorous beastie. Yeah, he does. That's what he says. Yeah, but he says it in a Scottish accent, mm-hmm. which he's, is just because he's Scottish. It, uh, was this just them being like, "You have a break"? Apparently, the plan was for both of them to do Scottish accents, but the like, whole Billy, way yeah, but Billy Piper's was so bad that they were like, "Don't." I mean, she tried to do a Scottish accent. It, it didn't, didn't really go well. No, it didn't. But that's what you get when you're a timorous beastie. <laughs> um, oh, James McCrimmon, by the way, do you know who that is? No, Jamie, Jamie McCrimmon, who was a companion of the Second Doctor. Oh, is that the name that he used? Yeah, and he was Scottish. Okay, okay. I well, you said, do you know what that is? You know, I haven't seen. Yeah, but I don't know how much just like knowledge you just have about it. Oh, fucking like, in general <laughs> about like, anything ever. Oh, then I can't wait. Not even just Doctor this. Who, just in general. I'm like, cannot. oh no, when I tell you that I don't know a thing about classic Who. I mean it. This is so exciting. So, like, genuinely I know so that Sarah Jane was in it one time. Yeah. More than one time, actually. What? Whoa, I know. She's going to be in it more than once. Mm. I'm so excited. I have, I have at least two of her DVDs upstairs. She's in a whole two DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yay, compact discs. Uh, the Queen... Do, do, he is, speaking of Sarah Jane. Yeah. Does does Queen Vicky look a little Liz Laden-ish? I, I thought, did not think so at all. I thought that she looked a little bit like Liz Laden, but I think it was the eyes. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that. That's just you, man. I was like, I, I was like, you look a little bit. Hmm, yeah, no, vibe. I didn't get that. I'm sorry. Probably not. I'm probably also just a, a, a weird person. I'm like, yeah, probably just. I think they were probably around similar ages. Then I'm like, yeah, okay. But the in terms of like historical figure lookalikes, really good. Holy shit! Uh, really good performance as well. Yeah, we didn't talk about that with. Uh, Dickens, I don't think, in no, Unquiet Dead. But but I, I, yeah, I think we sort of generally came to the consensus that he is very good, Charles Dickens. And I feel the yeah. same way about Victoria in this episode. I think she's a good Queen Victoria. I think she's up there with Nixon in yeah. The Last Ooh, yes. That one's really good. Mm-hmm. I know they had a fake nose for him. Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh's also great. Churchill, I think, is good. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy the Churchill. Um, Who was it? Oh, my God. I cannot, I cannot remember the woman's name. Episode? It was from Flux. Oh, no. So God knows Rosa Parks. I can't. No, um, not Rosa Parks. No, Rosa Parks wasn't in flux. I'm a fucking idiot. No, uh, my brain. Uh, by the way, when we get there, my brain has deleted flux. <sighs> I could not tell you a thing that happened in flux. Me too, which is why I'm gonna have. <laughs> it was that. It, that's how bad. I flux remember is. it was the episode with the Sontarans. I'm sorry for people who enjoy flux. I'm really glad that you find something in there, but I just don't. Maybe I'll think differently when we get back around to it. Uh, the thing that that oh yeah that that line that I was telling Mary you Mary Seacole. Oh, I don't know who that is, but okay. oh no, that that was a very good performance as well. I thought. Oh, excellent. Uh, I like all of Queen Victoria's parts in this episode. She's she's excellent. The um, the she's the, also the butt of a joke, which is like a little bit rude. You know, Queen Victoria, by the way, she was just sitting there like a stamp, like a stamp. Cool. Yeah. Do you reckon the do you reckon if you lick her? Stick to the wall. If you like, if 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 you lick her and slap her, will she travel at like, like first class level speeds? Just through the air, just. 
There she goes. Queen Vicky. What was that? Oh, it was Victoria. <laughs> That's Victoria's secret right there, baby. Aye. This is where um, Rose and the Doctor start a little, a little bet here. Yeah, on, on whether or not they can, they can, or whether it's it's mainly Rose who's like, I wanted to say that I am not amused. Yeah, and the thing is, Rose tries so hard. She, I counted. Well. I counted. Oh, did you? How yeah. many? Uh, I think it's the. It's, it's the, there is you can't four, say I counted and then follow up with I think. Well, there was four attempts and then no, I was gonna say if you consider the like the final when she actually says it, but that's mm. not really an attempt. She just says it she anyways. Says it, yeah. So like the five total if you count that as an attempt at the end, but I don't. So I'm like, there's four attempts and then she actually says it at the end. Yeah. Which is great. So I like the first three are in like rapid succession, and then she tries it again at the end at like the most inappropriate moment. Yeah. And right? the doctor's like fucking no you're embarrassing me in front of my friends <laughs> no it's when, it's when she's like uh she's when she's like i'm not amused and rose is like oh yeah and then it. and then she's like not remotely amused and rose is proper like oh sorry. Oh, shit oh fuck i've upset queen victoria my mum says we can go out and kill a werewolf if your mum says we can go out and kill a werewolf <laughs> um so you know they go along the bald doctor man. and rose go along then bald man yeah bald to, man the, to the torchwood estate the torchwood estate yeah never heard of it Torchwood Estate, I barely know her. What? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. Torchwood Estate, well, seasons three and four are. <laughs> I think I've heard not good things about seasons three and four. Torchwood? Yeah, mainly Season four. Season three of Torchwood is the best Doctor Who piece of media possibly ever. Outside of Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Including Doctor It's better than Doctor Who. It's so good, though. Was no, that Children of Earth? Yeah, Children of Earth is like a widely considered to just be one of the best pieces of sort of like Doctor Who related media. That That's exists. cool. The, the, so here's the, the the Bob Man is scarier than the wolf. I don't care. I'm going to say it. Man looks like a light bulb and it's terrifying. Well, I mean, we go from like nuns last week to fucking monks this week. So we're really doing like a full a full roundup. Yeah, but this this dude's actually terrifying. Like, if this oh, dude yeah. was, when he's doing his little stare down out the window, if I walked past the house and I just sort of locked eyes with him, I wouldn't know whether or not I was allowed to carry on walking. <laughs> I'd be like, do I, do I, how Stop long? firing a rifle at your feet. Yeah, I'm like, how long? Dance, dance, dance. Um, do you think that it makes him scarier? Because you know immediately from the start of this episode that he's like, you know, he's like John dude. Kreese levels of fucking karate bad man. I, I don't think it's the karate skill. I just think in general, like his scowl. Could move. He's got a mean face. Yeah, like that's he could move tectonic plates. He's so <laughs> aggressive. Furrowing his brow causes earthquakes on the other side of the planet. It's really rude of him, actually. Then Rose gets called a feral child. Yeah, she does. A feral child, a timorous beastie. That's true. She's naked. She is naked. She's not naked. No. But she is naked. Yeah. But she's not. So when they arrive at the Institute. Yeah. There's because the monks want Victoria there. They do, they want However, Vicky. Sir Robert is trying to dissuade them from staying a little bit, you know, knowing the intention. Yeah. And um, I think Queen Victoria asks something about, like, his wife. And mm-hmm. he says, she's gone to Edinburgh for the season. She's taken the cook. The kitchens are barely stocked. Trying to yeah, her to, away. Yeah, to, to get her away. But I'm like, why would you be staying there then? Why would anyone be here? Also, <laughs> like, not to not to take this... To sort of like a sexist place, because I don't mean it like that. But in what year is this? Like 1879? Uh, 1879, yep. Would men have cooked? Maybe like with for, you. The, for themselves? 
Ha-ha. Sorry. <laughs> Ha-ha. Because sort of like, I assume that if his like wife was gone, I mean, oh, would the cook stay there? I mean, some, like, some men obviously will offend you know, for themselves. Yeah, but I'm like, that's... <laughs> I, I think if anything, obviously not to Queen Victoria, but that just makes it sound way more suspicious. Yeah. Like, well, like if I was the doctor, yourself? I'd be like, "Oh, okay, now I have more questions. Well, the doctor just psychic, psychic papers his way in and not even in like a, a, a normal way. Does she work past it, by the way? What do you mean? Because the psychic paper shows you whatever the doctor wants it to show you, right? Yeah. Yeah, this and is then, one... And then Queen Victoria's like, it says this, and the doctor's like, it does? Oh, yeah, yeah this sure. Is, yeah, this is one of those where he's surprised because it says that he's um, her protector. Yeah, and it, it, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I can only assume it's like a, a low-level psychic thing where she's just a little bit more on the ball than other people, and so it like alters what it says but doesn't change it completely. Maybe, I mean, like whatever it is, I'm fine with it. I like the idea. Queen Victoria's Professor X confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that Queen Victoria can just do it to me, my X Men, and you know, I'm a werewolf now. The, they got the observatory thing, which is shit. It's great foreshadowing. Oh yes, it is, isn't it? Because it's a shit, it's a shit telescope. It's bad. Too many prisms. Mm. Too many. Seven point eight. Too many prisms. Not enough water. Too many prisms. How do you think it looks CGI wise? By the way, I think it looks okay. It's I, clearly an image. Just uh, yeah, yeah. On. I think that I, you can really notice it. You know, when they do the exterior shots of the house, and you can kind of see it sticking out the of the of the, the of yeah, yeah, like this sort of little thing. It the looks worse window. then, but it doesn't look so bad right here. This I'm is fine a, with like it. a very CG heavy episode. It is, and, and it's not even in like a. Oh, look, a bit of CG. It's like they have the whole a bad CGI guy's motion capped, yeah. which is more difficult. And the thing is, I think that, like, I mean, let's let's be real. The wolf looks good by, like, 2006 oh, hell standards. Yeah. That transformation looks fucking gruesome. Yeah. So, like, the cheekbone snap and the shoulder. I'm like, I'm do like, more. Because the CGI on the wolf is so good, I am okay. With the rest, with the rest of it looking yeah. a bit shit. Because let's be real, if that wolf had looked shit. Oh, this episode would have yeah, lost it so much. Yeah. But you know, it's no fire in the windows at the end of Unquiet Dead. Is it? <laughs> it's not. It's not quite. What would be? What would be? That's true. Um, this appears in the TARDIS. This appears in the TARDIS. This telescope, I think it's in Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, is just in a room in oh, the TARDIS. Oh, okay. You know what? This sounds like a thing for yeah. no fucking reason. Yeah, no okay. one knows why. But but it, I, I saw it on Twitter. Someone had tweeted it out and was like, "Did we ever get an answer as to why the Doctor has this?" And I was like. What the fuck? Like, did I mean, he go back and get it? I mean, what's the assumption here? Well, I imagine, you know how they do that whole bit, because it's a Matt Smith thing in it, how they do this whole bit, where it's like, the doctor likes to keep score. Maybe he went back to a museum that this telescope was in, and then he went, yoink. Oh, uh, just a little bit off topic, but kind of on topic, since it's Matt Smith thing. Uh, I figured out, because I love him as a doctor, but I think that a lot of his stories get quite weak towards the end, and I think I know why. Yes. Why? <coughs> Uh, I will talk more on it when we get there, but that won't be for a long time, uh, as we uh, have discovered <laughs> Wait, recently. Wait, drop a foreshadow. No, 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 no. I know we won't get there for a long time, so I will say, I think Stephen Moffat had one, maybe two stories to tell, like long stories, and then really was like, I don't know what to do. What if I just keep threatening to kill the Doctor? What if death, like, and, and the, because he does, he's just like... What the, if this man just dies? Se- season six, death of the Doctor. The whole season's arc is he has to come to terms with dying. Yeah. And then season seven, it's like, well, I don't know what to do with Amy and Rory now. I told their story what I wanted to do. Let's just get rid of those. And then it's like, now what do I do? We threatened to kill the doctor again. And again, like the trends law thing. I'm like, we've already done this killing the doctor thing, which is why. Yeah. It, in it terms of mortal me. peril, the 11th doctor seems to remain in it. Yeah, well, I, and, and what's the point? Because we know, we know this show has got, 
the entire regeneration is a way to give a show longevity yeah. for more than it than its star can go on for. So what's the point in being like, what if we just keep threatening him? It's like, yeah, well, we we will hear in the news. Well, especially, you know, the whole like Time Lords only have 12 regenerations ever. Which is dumb. Thing. Let's, let's be he honest with ourselves Clyde. here. Who believed that this actually, you know, sort of was going to be a thing with a show that made money? I just want to say he did tell Clyde that it was 511. Yeah, he did. That's how many times he said he could regenerate. And I took that as gospel. <laughs> because I was like fucking I don't know 11 12 I was like yes I can't wait for series like 512 <coughs> no I was 10 I can't wait for season 512 when the show just ends oh, for God. good yeah and it's like that's it we did it anyway back to this um Queen Victoria by the way yeah I'm tired of nakedness you shouldn't be hun great it's line good. great line yeah there's a lot of cool lines in this. The, the, here's something that that I think is a very difficult thing to do acting-wise. Mm-hmm. David Tennant does it perfectly. His accent slips yeah. every now and then, mm-hmm. which means you're a Scottish man playing someone with, like, uh, you know, is, is it is it Southern or Northern London? One of the two. It's, it's you know, uh, Southish accent yeah. of England. So you're a Scottish man doing an English accent. We're doing like a specific English accent as well. Yeah, who is then imitating a Scottish accent, but it's not quite David Tennant's Scottish though. It is clearly the like what, the classic Scottish, right? Like of like what you and your mates do at the pub when you're imitating Scottish people. Yeah, it's that, yeah. Ma- granted to a perfect extent, but then it slips back to doctors. I'm like, right, you're a Scottish man impersonating an English man impersonating a Scottish man. Well, that English an exaggerated man, Scottish man. Yeah, and then the English man underneath the exaggerated Scottish man isn't wholly there. So sometimes you hear a word that is just spoken. In, 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 you know, the doctor's voice. And I was watching it and I was like, that's such a difficult thing to do. I think mm-hmm. one of them, Mel Blanc, who was like Looney Tunes, all those voices. Yeah. One of the things that he would do as a, like, as a vocal warm-up, but also as an exercise to himself, he would do characters impersonating other characters. Oh, so he right. would do Bugs Bunny if Bugs Bunny was doing a Daffy Duck impression. As if Bugs Bunny was taking the piss out of Daffy Duck. And... Th- and then you have to do you combine those voices, but also the mannerisms, and it's like a really yeah, weird the, thing. Yeah, the actual voice and impression, like, and also the character impression. That's so insane! What the fuck? Who's who's trying to do that? Talented people are really talented. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Um, yeah, I, some lines in this I think also should be cheesy, and just aren't. Yeah. So British Jeremy Piven at one point says, uh, "It's just a story," and the Doctor goes, "Tell it then." And I'm like, "Ooh, ooh." That could read quite cheesy sometimes, but I just think it's delivered so well mm. that I'm like, that shit's baller. That's that's that line goes line so that, hard. Line that goes hard. Yeah, yeah. It's just a story. Tell it then. Oh fuck! I'll tell you anything, David Tennant. <laughs> I'll tell you anything. Actually, there's a full moon tonight. Maybe Rose and her nakedness. <laughs> there's uh. So anyway, is this where roundabout where Rose gets taken out? Yeah, yeah. Rose finds a maid in the cupboard. She's like, oh, the maid in the cupboard. Come out of the closet. The maid comes out of the closet. Then she has a maid in the bed. And I'm like, where's this going? Oh, kidnapping. Rose. Never mind. Yeah, it's a really good job that, like, for this situation, the monks decided, we'll just do the old hand over the mouth from behind trick. We're not going to pull out the karate on them. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not going to we're not gonna do, give them the Terry Silver special, you know? <laughs> You're just going to go... You got you look right. You got to go Cobra Kai on these bitches. <laughs> they they're going. If a man can't breathe, he can't fight. You know, like <laughs> on this. What? 
dude, dude, we're doing a Karate Kid at some point. Cause I've holy, never seen. Holy shit, man. Only, OG I think I've three on real. I think films. I've seen the first like original Karate Kid like years and years and years ago, and then nothing else. Yeah, here's so the I don't thing. remember a thing of it. Karate Kid, work of art, genius. Not a single complaint. Karate Kid two, you know, um, not as good as the original, but still a very good follow up. A good extension of the story. Doesn't feel forced. Third Karate Kid film. <laughs> you know, like things happen in that movie. And it's fucking and insane. It. It's insane. Of, uh, you know, whatever. When they're at the <laughs> dinner table, because Ro- Rose at this point is being kidnapped. And she's, you know what? It's it's one of the one of the bits where Rose is, you know, doctor trained. Yeah. So she, she is like, okay, so you're not from Earth. And then, you know, starts confessing. But then back at the dinner mm-hmm. table, uh, Queen Victoria gives like a really good theological speech. Do you know what she does? About the beyond this, and all that kind of stuff. Before this. They say that Rose is delayed. Like the yeah. mums come in and say that Rose is delayed because she's like still trying to find something to wear. And the doctor is like, oh, save her a wee bit of ham. Yeah. And then Queen Victoria goes, the feral child could probably eat it raw. I mean, you can eat ham. Slice but that's raw. that's another Billy don't Bear get, ham. Don't get mean. Queen Victoria is eating Billy Bear you ham. Look, right, don't tell me you've never gone into the fridge and just gone handful of ham I'm having that. Oh, absolutely. Every day. Do you? think that i wouldn't judging by the smell of your hands put your hands please. on the table at the pub and i'm like why are your hands so smelly please stop i can deal with a lot of things but you don't want hammy meat i fingers. don't i don't want sweaty ham hands like <laughs> i didn't mention sweaty <laughs> i think it just goes it just goes hammed in hammed with the analogy i hate you it? i was gonna say clahammy but it's it's so much worse that you said hammed in hammed and for that you deserve to have hammy hands <laughs> I'll deal with a lot of shit being talked about me, but that's where your I draw the line. Your little pork fingers, I oh, can't be... Oh, a... <laughs> don't you think you're funny? No, I just think you're hammy and it's you know doing my head in. I'd never do anything like this to you uh, on the internet. But I'd never do that to you. Not even honey roasted, like Sainsbury's Basics level, 18 slices in a 70 pence packet. And the little film plastic on top, you go to peel it, but like only one layer of the plastic comes off, and you're like, "Oh well, fuck me! I can't even have any ham because I've ripped the peely, and I haven't ripped the peely properly. So because I haven't ripped the peely properly, I can't eat no ham." Mate, if I'm ham, what the fuck are you? Can't peel the peely properly. Don't have any peely properly problems. That hurt to do. <laughs> I was just expecting you to go <laughs> immediately. I've got a horrible cough. I don't know what's going on. Do you know what I think what? is? Nightwolf in this episode. (laughs) Literally. Um, No, so like while Rose is in the basement. Yes. She's talking to the wolf. Because he's never given a name. He's just referred to as the host. I've written wolf boy. (laughs) I've just put wolf boy's voice always creeps me out. It's such a like, oh, fuck off skin crawly voice. Yeah, it's horrible to be fair. Moonlight. Fuck off, man. Um, That can get to fuck. That's... (laughs) The thing is, I think it's partly because it's in the um, like legend of the wolf, yeah, that is being talked about. They say how you know it will like steal a boy from the local village or something yeah. like that. And I think it's that it kind of still sounds like childish. Like, there's like a childlike quality. Yeah, to it. yeah, like like almost like the Candyman. Yeah, it's 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 a but it's a good performance. Even though oh, it's only no, really it's good. only like five minutes, but I'm like, you are terrifying in yeah. that cage. But um, yeah. So that you know, the basically the information that he is revealing to Rose yeah. is lining up exactly with the information that Sir Robert is sitting upstairs 
that and was the, the, the back yeah like the story yeah. that um his father believed in but at one point they say something about um a child going missing mm-hmm. robert says something about a child going missing and someone says something else about how like could it be like a like a wolf killing sheep or something, something killing sheep. And oh, then, yeah. Kills, yeah, and then, kills a chicken or whatever. Yeah, so and then that's where they say, livestock. Yeah, that's when they say, like, sometimes a child goes missing. A regular earth wolf could also still kill a child, though. That's true. Like, this is not, I mean, obviously the guy turns out to be right, not to discredit his dead dad or anything. But, but like, I, I would, I would a wolf sooner, could kill a child. Yeah, I would sooner chop it up to be like, oh, it's a wolf that did this than be like, Gotta be Some, a space yeah, werewolf. It's man. gotta be gotta be a space guy turning into a space wolf thing. Like, at what age do you think if if you are like a little boy in the Victorian era, at what point do you think that a wolf wouldn't be able to kill you? And then we can work out how <laughs> how old. <laughs> I don't want to get into this. I want to be like, do hey, how not? old? I mean, I think a wolf could kill me now, and I'm 23. Like, I'm like, I'll just be like, oh shit, you got me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> My entire everybody, and I'm like, oh shit, you got me, and that's it. He's like just gnawing on me, and I'm like, yeah. If it came up to you, you wouldn't be like, sit, like, no, down, down. I have big nostalgia for this episode. Uh, yeah. I think that, like I said, this is one that made me go, oh, they can do like anything. They, they, it's yeah. not just aliens; they can do whatever. So there are certain lines that stick out to me, and like delivery-wise, like pitch perfectly. I'm like, there's a rhythm to these things, and they are stuck in my head like songs. Oh, yeah. Um. The first one here is when the wolf says, uh, oh no, when the doctor, Scottish, over the table is like, oh, we're a wolf. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> say it again. Um, and then when the Scottish dude's like, moonlight. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. skin crawly. That's like stuck in my brain. When he says to Rose that she has something of the wolf about her. Yeah. Mm. She she burns like the sun, but he requires only the moon. Mm-hmm. Um. Rose gets an opportunity to be a bit doctory here, much in the same way that Clara does later on. And but you like this one infinitely more. Because no, I think Clara. it feels more natural. I think it feels more natural, and I could like go on about for Rose this. to do it. Yeah, just no, just in the way that she does it. Because here's the thing: this is like my sort of theory, I guess. Yeah, that I'm kind of like presenting to you now in real time as I'm thinking it. But um, it feels like every time that Clara is having like a doctor moment Ish, if yeah. you say you know if, if you like if you want to refer to it like that it feels like she's very much more like look at me i'm the cleverest person in the room Hoo-hoo. much like much like the way the doctor does which is why it feels false however when rose is is doing this now it still feels very much like rose it feels like she's she's doing it because she's learned it from the doctor yeah like application not like, knowledge type stuff yeah not yeah, like she's trying yeah. to no, imitate the doctor and that's why i feel this Feels more natural. And to be fair to Clara, that is the one part of her storyline that I like at all. Really? We'll get into it later, obviously. But um... <laughs> Two years from now. <laughs> judging by our schedule that we Ye- looked up. But like, if anyone ever wants to call me a fucking hypocrite about it, then like, <laughs> this is my explanation. Yeah. This yeah. is my reason why I don't really mind Rose doing it, but I fucking hate Clara doing it, man. Uh, another thing that I really want to touch on. Oh my god, the music in this episode. So fucking good. Fucking phenomenal. Murray Gold. Like if we talk about our se- like favourite season two tracks, this is like up, up there. there. Like, oh my god, it might be like my set. This and Doomsday are very close. Like I can't even, we they should... might be shared number hey, one. When we do a little confidential, we should do a music wrap up. I was thinking that for season one and then I was like, 
the season one and two music is in like the same compilation. Yeah, it's a bit the, weird that, I mean, the, the how they handled that one. As well, I feel like obviously season one has a lot of very good music in it too. Yeah. But I feel like from this point on, this is when we really start like the getting ramp up to into it. Yeah, and Murray Gold does a very good job at tenants music feeling a certain way like oh yeah. rtds versus moffat's like even though he composed both i mean feeling very different nine and ten are very similar yes yeah. and i think that's a bit of like retroactively i think it's a bit of a snub to nine um well but i think that nine has like a lot more percussive like almost war like music yeah warrior music going on it's just that the, the battle cries the, and shit the doctor's theme from season one which obviously is nine doctor and then the uh, sort of other one they do which is also just called the doctor's theme season four they're very similar yeah and it just kind of feels like they're built on the one they already had instead of creating a new mm. one but that's fine um but they all feel very different and that's good then they they open the big floodlights for the moon go and he's like ah moon like he says the thing he says it i'm like oh i remember you saying that <laughs> say it again i remember you saying that thing and then and then it gets windy again. It does. The wind comes back. Body- Recurring villain, the wind. <laughs> In the UK, at least. You know that, um... <laughs> the the uh, episode of Sunny. Fucking... What is it? When the gang the gang makes Lethal Weapon 7, whatever. Oh, yeah. And the fucking big wave oh, is, yeah. like, the villain. The, the bigger... The, the big CGI, like, like green-screened wave. Yeah. Yeah, body horror points to Doctor Who this week oh, for, for the, this transformation the oh uh, uh, very very upsetting the sound see. design and the scream mm. like the crunching of bones and fair, then his little screaming is the way his cheeks go i'm like uh. even the visualization of it is horrible actually because there is some oh, like yeah. jerky movement in there and oh it's very snappy general unpleasantness and is this our first the doctor maybe maybe at least for tenant doing it seeing something absolutely horrific and then being like that's gorgeous yeah that is oh yep magnificent and there's a lot of like because i feel like nine does that doesn't does nine ever do that um i don't think it's necessarily with monsters i think it's just sort of like two things he doesn't i think he has like an overall enthusiasm about him but 10 specifically for the way things are biologically composed he's like that's gorgeous yeah like what 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 did nature do to create something like this i need to know so not only is it like, ooh, compliment, you know, body body positivity for all these monsters, except for the Absorbloff, I guess, because he's just like, hey. you upset my mum. Hey. You upset, um, upset Billy Papa's mum. <laughs> Rose gets to work with the chain again here. She loves the chain. Just a pull. Pull. Pull enough just pull. pull. Yeah. She does quite a lot of work with chains, doesn't she? She the, does. Uh, Rose, and at the yeah. end, uh, end of uh, season one, two, she gets a chain on that van. Yeah, she she does her best work when there's a chain around. Me too. No, <laughs> no. Whoa. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. The queen absolutely ices bald man. Doesn't she? Oh, she's just like, ha <laughs> bang. The correct address is your majesty. Boom. And just shoots Shot him. Dead. Just shoots. And he's like, doesn't even flinch because he's scary and bald. Yeah. Bald, scary men don't flinch. He takes he takes that bullet like a champ. <laughs> you'll take this bullet and you'll enjoy it. Okay. Queen Victoria is packing heat. Don't you get in her way. Then the POV shot comes back. We're back with POV shots. We didn't have any last episode. I don't. Oh no, we did. Little robot spider. Little robot spider. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But like, I don't. I, mean, I don't. It's fine. I this is stylized. It technically is. Yeah, but this is cool. I like that they do it in sort of like 
I mean, I know that dogs don't see in black and white. I know that's like more of a myth. It's just like yeah. a sort of a limited range of color. But I like that it is black and white because it's a wolf. It's not black. It's like a bluish tint. Yeah, right? but it's it's like you know you can't see color. Like it's sort of. I like that it's shot high up. I'm like that's that is where he would he, be. Yeah, because it's like, so good. Like what? Like would you say like eight or nine feet tall? Like yeah, but I mean you could have easily been like he's hunched over and like running on all fours, and then you know you have it in the middle yeah. still to get a mid shot. But no, they were they cool. were like this dude's fucking huge and he is the, the design of this thing made me go like oh like you can do the shit like this on tv the physicality of that wolf is insane as well in the way that like i don't believe it's a person necessarily doing motion capture it just feels like this is oh, yeah. how a wolf moves it's i imagine there was like a lot of choreography going into that like like you know with a uh, planet of the apes and that kind of thing yeah they've got yeah. like the half crutches and they all yeah they've got to like study the way the animals move and shit yeah they had like ape technicians and shit to do like the you know the, the chest out walk with the arms swinging behind the back that's so that i saw of a shit. video a while ago where a guy was like walking it through it's really interesting for for this or for planet no of the apes? for uh, planet of the apes yeah yeah oh, or no. like monkeys in general just like doing motion capture for monkeys the way that like you know they all have they all have slightly different styles of moving and like presenting themselves. Yeah. It's really interesting. All like BTS creature stuff. Not like the <laughs> not the K pop <laughs> BTS. Behind the scenes. Not those bulletproof Boy Scouts. Oh. Uh, there is a by the way, Queen comes downstairs. Yes. All four members. They come down the stairs. And and the Queen's like, ah, oh, there can't be an actual wolf. And then the wolf howls, and I'm like, that's comedic timing. Oh, this wolf I have a no this- here that says the wolf's comedic timing is perfect. Yes. <laughs> I brought two. <laughs> I'm like, he knew. Wolf was like, listen, listen, go uh, raise the sharpies. Wait for it. Oh. And then he like, hell yeah. Oh, doesn't isn't there in like another moment um later with uh the the steward where he says something um after because like at one point the wolf tries to escape and then all yes. the monks are stationed outside with like rifles in there. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of like shoot at it to get it to go back inside yeah and um the steward is like oh it must have crawled away to die and then the wolf just fucking like yanks from the top yeah just starts tearing it to shreds the 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 old fella from the beginning yeah the doctor hits it with the there's nothing we can do and then then just walks i mean (laughs) yeah at that point yeah there isn't you've been spider-man that's it you've been taken down from the top (laughs) you got thwipped (laughs) You, you just got thwipped bitch you got missile whipped. End of. So when they, when <laughs> Miles Morales games looking pretty different. <laughs> Whoa! Insomniac Spider-Man Two looks insane. Is that Tony Todd's character? Whoa! He's like, yes. And you're like, oh, Candyman. Yes, please do. <laughs> the fucking wolf is what Craven the Hunter's coming after. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep well with that thing's wall upon my hide. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Try again. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Just do one. I'm not as thick as you drunk I am. <laughs> um so another big nostalgic line in terms of like how it's delivered is when the doctor turns around he's like bullets can't stop it. Yes. I'm like yes, I'm like that. Well that was in the trailer. In the next time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like mhm. Great. Great delivery. Do it all the time please. Mm-hmm. I love that. Then the dude in red, the uh, Ponotash. I don't know any of their names. I'm so sorry. I've got British Jeremy Piven, uh, Queen Vicky and Porno Tash, which I know is not good of me. I understand I have my faults. The dude who you didn't add to the death counter by mistake. Oh, well, I've just closed the death count now, haven't I? <coughs> Him. I've forgotten his name. It doesn't matter. That's who they say it to. And that's when they're going into the room. 
you know the big library room yeah the big the big uh the big library library place with with a dorm it's got like a dorm glass window on the top and i'm like what why do you it's need got that? a skylight do you need that though do you need that and and british jeremy piven by the way fucking forgot how many doors were in that room doctor goes is that all the doors and he goes yeah no! <laughs> what do you, you know, mean? Um, all I could think about in that scene at that minute is, you know, in like the um, the Scooby-Doo movie where Scooby and Shaggy go off on their own to try and look for clues. Uh, the second Scooby-Doo movie. And they obviously. find the panel. Yeah, the superior one. And um, no, it's before that when like they're getting chased by the Black Knight ghost and they're like, run oh, away from yeah. it. And they're grabbing all the furniture in the room to stack it against the door. And then there is a side door they haven't blocked and the Black Knight ghost is stood there like holding out a stool and they're just like oh cool oh yeah and then he hands it to them yeah and yeah. then they do the whole like classic cartoon turn around oh no Mom. zoinks and then they fuck off out of there yeah 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 that's what th- that <laughs> that's what this was like bringing up imagine they do that and the wolf's just there with like a big chair and he's like <laughs> just you know sort of like arms folded hip cocked just like win Ooh, ooh hip cocked oh it's almost like you want this wolf to be in some sort of i don't know sexual position why are you gonna mention the hips it's a position. Okay. To stand in, by the way, to stand in. Yeah, I okay. want to make that really clear. It's a vertical position. Doctor does a gay joke. Yeah, you, you mentioned that earlier when you were watching it. Where the fuck is that? Right. Uh, by the way. Let's find it. Uh, because I know What's for a fact... What's around it in the script? Um, shit, you're right. Give us a moment. We'll find this uh, this, this little uh, gay joke. Cause I th- I, unless I'm wrong, but I just think it, I, I think it? it is. We found it. We found it. We, we found, found it. it. So, um, oh, okay. Sorry, one sec. There we go. Um, yeah. So they get into the to the library. Everyone's now on the same page. Robert's father was right, and um, Robert turns to Queen Vic. Queen Vicky. And he says, "I'm sorry, Mom. It's all my fault. I should have sent you away. I tried to suggest something was wrong. I thought you might notice. Do you think that? Did you think there was nothing strange about my household staff?" And then the doctor says, well, they were bald, athletic, your wife's away. I just thought you were happy. Which Come on. Yeah, Come that's on. a little, little uh, you know. A little fruity. It's a bit like, oh, your wife's away, cheat on her. With all your staff. <laughs> with every one of your staff. Take turns, take turns. Yo, you know, all of these, like, these... <laughs> these Mistletoe, we're going full moose knuckle in this house. Oh! Like, so- all... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all, oh. all these, like... You know, bald dudes who were just chilling in your house. Yeah, because there's a few monks, right? Like, I think... Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, like, count how many there was at the start, but, uh, you know, there's enough. Didn't mention the maids, though, did he? He only mentioned the the bald dudes. Counting father whatever. Yep, Octavian. Yeah, counting father Octavian. There's ten monks, and then they specifically have a cart driver, too. They're part of the uncredited cast of this episode. Tell me that you you you, you are okay, right? Yeah, no, it was. I didn't count them. It was just on. No, I mean like the Father Octavian thing. Yeah, no, you're correct. That's right, Father Octavian. No, it's not. No, it's Father Angelo. Sorry. Well, I said I, it, and I was hoping you would click onto me being a dumbass about Father Octavian from. Yeah, I thought you Time just, of Angels. Yeah, I thought you were just doing like a reference. Isn't that someone? He's an actor. Yeah, he was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, stuff. it's Jorah Marmont, right? I don't know. It's fine. The sexiest man on that whole show, Joram Marmont. Really? Uh, yeah. You've got some... It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I've never paused myself so quickly in my life. (laughs) There's there's one part, by the way, of of that show where he's going to kill himself. Like, 
because he can't be with Daenerys. No, because he's he's got like um, he's got a disease okay. basically that will. It's pretty much instant death, and he, you're support if you have this, you know, you get shipped away. But they've said to him here, like, because you are a knight, we'll leave you the option, you know, to do what you will and the implication yeah. is kill yourself right and there's like a shot where he sat at a desk and he's writing what is obviously like a suicide note. a suicide note yeah mm-hmm. and he like looks at the sword and he goes to the note and he starts it with khaleesi and i think that's so so funny that he's writing a fucking suicide note and he starts it with the word khaleesi Feel free to cut all of that, by the way. It's that fine. added just nothing to this fucking show. Jeez. Ten is then rude on purpose because he has a problem with being rude in this episode. And he's like, that one was on purpose. Call you can back keep that one. To Christmas Invasion, apparently. Am I being rude? Yeah, when it apparently... Yeah. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't get that until... Well, yeah, because he's like, am I rude now? Is that who I am? Yeah, I did, just that went over my head until this viewing. So there you go. You mm-hmm. learn something new about Doctor Who every day. Every day about Doctor Who. Something every, every single day. About new Who. By the way... uh. If anyone's going to get this far into an episode, I have a question. Why the fuck do people on Twitter and in the Doctor Who space write New Who and you? It's like new metal, though. That's, that's, a, that's a brand of notebook, I'll have you know, and I'm not <laughs> having it, okay? N-E-W, it's one extra letter you can put in the effort. Yeah. Twitter was upped. It's not, it's not just the few characters that we used to have. We've got more now. Rose in the library. Yeah. yeah I know what you're going to say. The so, hunt, the hunting for books. So at first, she receives a book and she goes, "Look up biology, zoology. There might be something on wolves." Which, you know, I I suppose, yeah, okay. correct. Yeah, she's thinking along the right lines there. And um, then afterwards, she says, "A book on magic," as if that would do some help. And all I can think of is that bit in Journey's End where the Doctor's stopping Jackie from flying the TARDIS. No, no, no. Just stop it. Just yeah, stop it but like yeah. it's Rose trying to just read a book. I'm going to stick up for her. Yeah. There's a fucking werewolf, Katie. There's a fucking... It's bipedal. Okay. It's gone from... <laughs> right? It's on its legs. It's crawling. It's seeing blue. I don't know fucking why, but it is. Okay? It's in the big. It's in the house. And it won't go through the door because it's got mistletoe in the door. But it's not because yeah. there's mistletoe. But it's he's oiled the- into the walls. Ooh, right? So Rose goes, look up magic. That's not outlandish. There's a fucking werewolf. Like, oh no, we need to get away from this wolf. <laughs> they turn around and Queen Victoria's in the corner and they're like, oh my God, what's happening? Is she dying? They hear like this clicking sound. They're like, oh my God, she's falling from the mouth. Dice. She's rolling dice. She's rolling dice. <laughs> she's like, Doctor, roll for initiative, quick. Oh, not one. Oh no, oh. critical failure. Oh. Critical failure. So, after- also, right? Sorry, sorry. We have modern day people that charge up rocks with the moon, which is dumb, by the way. Um, so and Rose would <laughs> you know she would be a crystal girly you know she you would think? oh 100% she'd be like I need to charge my crystals in my moon piss and we'd be like okay Rose you go do that what even is this rock and she'd go I don't know but I found it at the seaside and I need to put it in the garden in the water you, for the moon piss you put your rose quartz to, that's good things I think I don't care. Like, no, I don't know anything about crystals either. I hope you're happy with your crystals. I have, I genuinely have nothing against it. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like, if that's your vibe, then cool. Good I, for you. I, it's just I, not uh, mine. I approach it with my, like, view on any belief system where I'm like, uh, you know, I agree with your right to it as long as you agree with my right to take the piss out of it. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I think they are like pretty though. Oh yeah, they look like, nice. Like I think because that's like you know my pal. I just don't believe in the power. Yeah, it's like well, it's like my pal is a crystal, crystal girly, but very much in the way that just like I like them. They're just they're just cool rocks. That's the thing. That's the thing. We were talking about it last night, actually. I don't want to see her ever again. Like she, she's got. She showed me like a tour of her room once. She's got like fucking loads of crystals, but just like as decorations. Oh, she's not. She doesn't believe in the no, power no, 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 no. She oh, just so thinks she, she just thinks they're cool rocks. Thing. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. <clears throat> and that, like, I was like, I agree. That's exactly how I feel about them. Speaking. Oh my god, Queen Victoria is a crystal girly. Speaking of shiny rocks, Queen Victoria pulls out a fucking chaos emerald. <laughs> <laughs> she starts glowing yellow and goes super Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> you got a super rose. The, the, the wolf bursts in at the end and scratches her and she spits out a bunch of rings. <laughs> like, she coughs them up. Like, <laughs> they're just everywhere. That's the joke that I thought we would both make, by the way. A Chaos Emerald joke. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm annoyed that I missed it. That's the one that I thought you are definitely going to say that. And I was trying... In my mind, it was going to be a race to who, you know, could say it first. Then Eggman shows within like, and he's just, and he's like in his little floaty egg thing. And he's like, Sonic! And I'm like, oh, shit. Fuck. God, imagine if the doctor knew. Oh my god, imagine if she pulls out the diamond and she's like, it's this diamond. And the doctor like turns around to Rose and he's like, it's a fucking chaos emerald. Do you fucking think that- the wolf has to go do a bonus stage? Do you-, <laughs> do you think the doctor could just trick Rose into believing anything? He's like, this is a chaos emerald. And Rose is like, from Sonic, it's based on real things. Do you think that Rose would know what Sonic was in the first place though? Yes. Because I feel like chaos emerald just it sounds like a space thing. So, like, you know, I feel like... Th- no, I reckon that Rose is... I reckon do you Rose think... Is, what do you Sonic think Rose's favourite Sonic game is? Uh, Who do you think is her favourite Sonic character? Uh, One, I think her favourite Sonic game is Sonic 2, because everyone's favourite Sonic game And her favourite character is Amy. Uh, probably, actually, yeah. Because mm. Amy's fucking insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Amy's like... Amy's do you like... know who Jackie's favourite is? Big the Cat. <laughs> Jackie fucking loves Big the Cat. Amy, Amy is the kind of character... <laughs> That, that, just you know when people complain about like their girlfriends being like, "Would you love me if I was a worm?" That's, <laughs> that's Rose. That's that's not Amy from Sonic. Yeah, but it's Rose as well. Oh, it's Rose Can as well. Can you imagine? Oh my god! What was she, it? Turned, you... she turns to the doctor in the TARDIS. She's like, "Would you still love me if I saw the heart <laughs> of the TARDIS and became a creature of uh, life and death?" And what was it you said you know. to me earlier in the spoons? When <laughs> you were looking at the menu and you went, "Would you still be my friend?" <laughs> Would you still be friends with me if I ordered a large mixed grill? <laughs> Would you still be friends with me if I ordered a large a large mixed grill? The best part. Like, that's where I'm drawing the line. The be- and then you complain when I'm like, you've got hammy fingers. <laughs> the best part was when a... Was like, um... Oh, get a large mixed grill if you want, Kate. Treat yourself. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> would you still be friends with me if I ordered a large mixed grill? And you looked me like dead in the soul when you said it. Like, <laughs> like when you asked it, I was like, is this your concern about our friendship? Is this where you're like, you know what? I've like almost no, I've almost been friends with you like a year, maybe. Garden pissing and McDonald's crying <laughs> aside. <laughs> large mixed grill is the end. When we inevitably release a Doctor Who Rewind uh, biography, a book, <laughs> <laughs> pissing in the garden and crying in a Mackey's. Um, so the Doctor makes a joke about Jackie fighting the wolf. Yeah, she'd, she'd win. win. She would. And I believe it. 
I really do. Yep. Do you reckon she would go like half half wolf trans like Team Wolf? Like she, she would go, go with a fucking spray bottle and she go no. You've got it. It's like you need to stop it now. Because on the one hand, I love the idea that Jackie just lets out some primal roar from deep within her soul, like Hulk Hogan style, tears off her like tracky top and just flings a car at the bastard. But at the same time... She hits him with the big yellow truck from the last Yeah, right? It's like (laughs) floors it straight into him. I like that. But then I also like the idea that she just goes, no! She looks at the window. She's like, round kill. Oh, fuck. I think she would win though. I do. Uh, then so um, um, like between this we also get like a, a a little insert shot of the maids being like mistletoe blah yeah and is that like an actual I don't know if you looked this up or if you found it is like mistletoe folklore thing with werewolves because I've never heard that until I'm pretty episode. sure it's in, involved maybe in Wolfsbane but mistletoe isn't native to werewolf um, no like Aberdeenshire or whatever no I don't know oh. if that's where this episode's takes place or where the doctor says he's from but um either way mistletoe is not a thing that's native to where this episode is set okay and apparently that is in there as sort of like a hint not like an obvious hint but if you know you know sort of thing to be like mm. oh something is up with this werewolf not wanting to go near mistletoe which is like yeah, because they say it might be conditioned yeah it's yeah it's not actually weak to mistletoe Same but it's being how conditioned it's got against like it. um the werewolf has incredibly sensitive hearing yes which is why shooting at it scares it away yeah, cause like when they're trying to scare it back into the house. Because when I was watching it earlier and I was telling you that Ponotash, when he comes around that corner with the gun, the werewolf is like face to face him. He just pulls yeah. the trigger and I'm like, yeah, that's brave. Mm. You'd be feeling his... Bold move. You'd be feeling his uvula. You'd be like... Oh. But look. <laughs> the wolf is like... <laughs> <laughs> that one vine. Nothing could be... <laughs> nothing could be more disarming than if a wolf that was like seven feet tall looks at you and just starts doing like that, you know, the dog bark. <laughs> the really wide yawn looking... <laughs> I also, by the way, the Empire of the Wolf. Not to not to be that guy. I don't see a, a big issue. I'm well, like, okay, so we get like a bit more of a steampunky England. All right. And werewolves. That's cool. That's metal as fuck. I don't care. Let it happen. Doctor, put out. Go back to your box. Queen Victoria, in any kind of apocalypse situation, Queen Victoria will be the absolute last person you would want on your team. <laughs> she just sends a, about. It's just a splinter. It's just a splinter from the door. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, the I'm thick montage how do you feel about that the i'm thick montage you know the doctor's like oh i'm an idiot it's all connected and he's like hitting his head and it like snaps oh yeah i have totally lost man you, you you lost in the script yeah i have no idea where we're at now oh well episode. i was still in the library but it's fine oh i'm so far past that that's where we are so far past now man i'm still in the in my brain oh okay we can jump to the end if you want no continue oh. continue uh, i just don't want to make this super long and you have to edit I don't care. And stuff my okay. uh, my only um like not for this and i genuinely feel this way that's how finishing sanderson books feels by the way what when he's like oh my god it's all connected and he's like hitting his head and he's like i'm yeah. so thick that is like i was like yeah that's that's how Putting i feel the often. together mm-hmm. i'm like how do i achieve writing like that because this episode more than a lot of others does some really good foreshadowing and i'm like yeah i'm happy with that uh then rose just stands there by the way to get killed at one point she turns around and does that, you know, they just scream into the into the face of the thing trying to kill me. And yeah, she still. just kind of stops though, right? Like she uh, doesn't, she yeah. doesn't like trip she, or she doesn't get like caught by anything. She just stops. She stops and turns around and just stands still. I mean, the thing is, that is a good shot. Yeah, it's a great, like... So I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, British Jeremy Piven, he tries to go at this fucking wolf with a sword. 
What yeah, a ballsy right? man. The, what's the move there? <laughs> well, I mean, the doctor said bullets can't stop it. And this dude must have been like, well, I am a man of the sword. And then he just pulls out a fucking honor blade and is like, I'm going for it. I mean, it. like, listen, listen, my guy. Surely if bullets cannot pierce this thing's skin. And th- like, this is... um Ah, he said bullets can't stop it. Okay. But this is like, these are like 1879 bullets, right? Yeah. D- isn't it a th- like, I mean, I'm not a weapons expert. I'm not a history expert. But weren't those like old timey guns like fucking lethal? Because they were basically, they weren't bullets. They were basically just like little cannonballs. Yeah. So like they would just... muskets and shit. Yeah. They just like blow you a bit. Like that, you know. Oh, I can't imagine they're fun. (laughs) Yeah. So like, (laughs) what the fuck's a sword going to do? You know? Stab. I mean, it looks cool. Points for theatricality. He's committing to the bit and I appreciate Yeah, he's like, I'm going to fucking... Hell yeah, I'm I'm going for this. But... Then when that happens, that you know he's prepping the he's prepping the um the the the, the yeah, uh, and the, the the big the moon tube he's prepping the moon tube right, and the light chamber. Not to be rude. Well, actually, not to be rude to the queen, but she just like brandishes a cross like at the door, and I'm like, the fuck is that gonna do, hon? The wolf is like, oh no, sorry. Shit, I'm allergic to you. Got me. I'm allergic to addition. Ah, oh. if God was gonna help you. He wouldn't have put you in this situation. Yeah, right. This wouldn't have been. He good. wouldn't have sent if a werewolf. Was a, if there was way. a higher power, you would not be in this situation right now, <laughs> Vicky. You know those people who are like, every day God challenges me. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever thrown a fucking lycanthrope <laughs> at you. You know. <laughs> oh no, it's a lycanthrope, and it's Frank from Sunny. I'm a man cheater, <laughs> and you're like, oh no. <laughs> That's the only lycanthrope I want to deal with. Frank, if I said I want to have a man cheater right now, what would you do? I'd get the spots. He's got spots. I love that bit. That's the only wear, wear anything I want to do with. Someone edit Frank Reynolds chasing <laughs> Queen Victoria around the, <laughs> around the touch of She's the like, set. Uh, and he just cuts to him and he's like, I'm a man cheater. And he's swinging his tail in the circle like he does. <laughs> like he, he walks in like doing a sideways walk, whipping his little man cheater tail. I'm, I'm a like, man cheater. Fucking do it. So fucking do it. <laughs> The, I, I like that, you know, then they, they capture the man in the light and, he, mm. and, he, and he, he goes into a big cross. He's like, Bling. yeah, they're like, turn up, turn up the moon. Let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Make it brighter. I'm like, oh, it's really Aww. sad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, doesn't work. Yeah. I, I, whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, you poor dude. Yeah. You didn't ask I for mean, this. like, this is this is a guy who is very easy to sympathize for. Right. Because I mean, like, generally, you know, I think werewolves of all of sort of like the mythical creatures are the ones who are, you know, are quite sympathetic because it's kind of like you just go crazy at the full moon, you know? Like, yeah, you, you didn't choose this. Yeah, you just lose your mind at the full moon and you turn into like a rampant beast because like vampires kind of feel like yeah. they have the whole angst like, oh, I want human blood. But, you know, I, I, I can't, can't have it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but you can still drink animal blood. You can drink like, you can do a Morbius in that film and drink fucking synthetic blood or whatever. I'm always... But I- if you're a werewolf... I've always been like a werewolf of a vampire dude, and that's just because I'm I like monsters. I'm like they're they're like big cool designs. I, like, I just want all that shit. I'm like that's I so think cool. werewolves are objectively cooler than vampires, but if given the choice, I would choose to be a vampire instead of a werewolf. I mean, yeah, if it's if it's if it's this kind of world where I'm like I'm gonna lose my mind, then yeah, I don't want it. I don't want that. If I could control it, oh, I would love to be a werewolf. I'd be like hell yeah. I got you know um rawr. werewolf by night from Marvel Comics. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Jack Russell. That's his name. That's so funny. His name's fucking Jack Russell. Like, <laughs> like the dog. <laughs> like the dog. Oh my God. Um, okay, so the wolf is gone. 
she's got a splinter. She's got a splinter from the door. Which, by the way, one of my big issues with this episode. Vicky's got the cordyceps. <laughs> one of one of my like my big issues with this episode is she, the doctor's like, hey, you, you, did that thing bite you? Because if it did, we're fu-. she's like, no, 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 just a scratch. It's clearly, by the way, it's not just a splinter. Obviously, yeah. like that's the obvious takeaway. I, I mean, the doctor lets that go way too easily. I think the thing is, okay, is that like <clears throat> based on the way things just turn out in the end here, and the way things are portrayed in Rose's time. Also, possibly it's just a throwaway joke, and I'm overthinking it. Ha ha. But like based on some of the trivia and shit that I have, I'm inclined to believe that this, in fact, is actually not a werewolf by it. Like it genuinely just is a splitter from the door. Yeah, but. The problem is, is that I don't think this episode makes it like ambiguous enough. I think it because I think if they, you know, if they did it as a whole, like is it or isn't it? Like, ooh, who knows, sort of thing. Then, I mean, and we're getting to the end of the episode anyway, so there's not a lot of time to really develop that. But like, but then they talk about on the way back to the TARDIS after they've been, you know, uh, knighted and aimed. They like they they they're going back to the TARDIS and they're talking about the, you know the royal disease that you know yeah yeah and I'm like. Okay, so clearly, clearly it was something. Yeah, clearly it was something, but like it's it's also not, I suppose. Yeah, it goes it goes nowhere, and it's not ambiguous for me to believe whether it's true or not. So imagine if Shooty Gatwa has an episode where, like, not <laughs> not not the most recent queen, obviously, but like a queen at some point yeah. also is it, developed just a is, is a werewolf too. And they why, do like a why do you think Harry and Meghan left? And then people and then, <laughs> that's why no, and so they do it, and it's like. Something in the early 1900s, maybe, or like, you know, whatever the fuck. And, and like, imagine if they do it that way and they have a queen that's a werewolf and then people on Twitter are like, female remake episode is so shit. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. This was plotted and given to you well, and presented to you. Is it, Be fucking quiet. Is it Beast Below, right, with Liz Ten? Like, did, did she have no wolf powers? Did, is she just, did she just get off Can you imagine free? if she just wolfed out in the middle on, like, Starship Phoenix? That that bit in fucking Twilight where Jacob's just absolutely pelted it towards Bella and then just jumps and turns <laughs> into a fucking big dog. I love the idea of being like, yeah, we keep finding scorpion tails erupting through the ground on Starship Phoenix and also there's a giant whale that we are torturing and also, by the way, the smilers are really weird and the children go missing. Oh, and there's a werewolf on board. <laughs> <laughs> and the 11th Doctor's like, Amy, I know you wanted to go on like one trip, but this is like way too intense. <laughs> this is too for, like your first. <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is the sensory overload um, of Doctor Who. We can't be doing. We'll come back some other time. I think it would just be really a really really funny bit from now on if just Doctor Who was like, yeah, they're all family of wolves, but just never like no one ever questions that. No one ever, no one ever you know wants more information about that. It's just an accepted given that just the royal yeah. family are werewolves, and that's fine. Oh, it's. They're just good boys, I, I, you know. They're just good boys. <laughs> Apart from that, they're not, you know. They really want to rip but... each other up. Uh, yeah. Then there's more ADR when they go outside, and then there's a bit of torture with foreshadowing, and then yeah. the episode ends. Ooh, okay. Real quick before the episode ends, my last points is one: imagine being Rose and going going back and being the dame and the being like, "Mom, I'm a dame with your bag of washing for Jackie to do." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> She's like, "Mom, I'm a dame, and the queen is a werewolf." Like Jackie, you'd be like, "Jesus Christ." Do you think Jackie would like Jackie would be inclined to believe her too? She'd be like, "Fucking yeah, I've seen." She's telling like I've Tina the cleaner that you know. <laughs> she's like, I've seen impossible things because of you, Rose. So I get it. Yeah, probably. The um, Jackie is like running the Paul estate gossip. She's like, "Oh my god, you'll never believe this." And our Rose has told us. 
I either wait. I either think like she's like that, or my my again. My favorite theory is that just Jackie's really impressed by all of this, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course she is, Rose. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, sure." Like not in a way that she doesn't believe her, just in a way that she's like, "Good for you. I don't care." Then Jackie wolves out, and she's like, "Yeah, bitch, left werewolves." <laughs> oh, you know, like fucking from the pole estate. <laughs> Jackie howling at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Try and go one week without talking about Jackie Tyler challenge. Impossible. No, because um, she's uh, a queen. <laughs> the ghost. queen. Uh, also, um, uh, final take on this episode. Surprised that Queen Victoria didn't hear about aliens and spaceships and went, I'm going to go colonize that. <laughs> I mean. More empire for me. But can I have it? <laughs> Is it mine though? Give it. No, you're saying it's not mine. Well, I'm having it anyway. Give it. Give it to me. Uh, what do you rate this episode out of five, Tyrese? Uh, I'm probably going to be higher than you, I think. Um, 4.5. Three. Again. Three is just more than middle of the road. I'm, I'm okay with that. Mine is probably a bit of nostalgia, but I think that it does what it needs to. I think the motive is really cool, the Empire of the Wolf thing. I'm like, I, I can dig that. I can, you know, power. If you want power, where do you go? You go where the power's at, and that's that makes sense. The foreshadowing's great, the, you know, seeing this thing and being like, this doesn't work, it's stupid. And then the Doctor being like, oh, it's 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 built almost incorrectly for a good reason that's all great to me i really do enjoy a lot of this you wanna um do trivia you go you do some trivia for me now yeah man oh my god give me give give it give it to me then okay so i have some alien stuff which is it's this not this is not an alien this is not a werewolf it's a it's a lupine wavelength hemoveriform just cuz i feel like we got is gotta... that like the big wasp from season 4 I don't know. It's not, um, no, probably not. Um, also, apparently, in uh, a history of of humankind, which is supposed to be like a textbook about history that the Twelfth Doctor has written, I don't own it, but I would like to. Was that a real book you can buy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, apparently, Twelfth Doctor wrote. Yeah, like in Universe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's cool. But uh, this is uh, this is like just on the note of it being an alien. It is referred to there as like the this as like a virus or like a spore or something that like spores. Yeah. Last of Us. Yeah, the, in the, that that spore, that virus that evolved until it could take the doctor is Joel and Rose is Ellie. <laughs> Imagine, um, par- with his Tess. Well, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, one a wolf a wolf killed three farmers in 1984, and then its claws were recovered and kept in a museum, which comes from the Flash Game security bot. From the BBC. I thought you were telling me an actual history thing. No, no. The BBC like, oh, okay. fucking website where you oh, you play enough. as Mickey gathering alien artifacts. I don't want to play as him. Here's, okay, here's the actual like fun piece of trivia. Okay. That I was saying to you earlier. In an alternate version of like the the script, specifically the part where the, the wolf attacks Victoria. Yeah. It killed her. Oh my God. Like it was going to be like a Russell T. Davies surprises viewers things and it killed her. And that is the split that created Pete's world. I love that. No, I love that though. No, but yes, but give that to me. Is the point? Is this what you think? Like this is. I mean, I can't like necessarily think of a of a better one, but like. No, but I mean, in in terms of creating a parallel universe. But then well, you, you want to. Um, but then you've got to, you've got to really dance around to make that make sense because when they get stuck in a parallel universe, it's a. You know, the TARDIS is a space-time travel thing. It's not meant for going between universes. That's not... The the reason why it was, like, axed yeah. is because Russell T. Davies thought it would be too, like, confusing, confusing for viewer. casual viewers. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fair because I know that, like, 
my mum, who is a person who watches the occasional Marvel movie, is like, I like to see, you know, I like to see a fun movie. I don't really give a fuck about the multiverse. And I would say yeah. my mum is like a casual viewer. Mm-hmm. So I see that one. When Father Angelo is chanting out the window, you know, in, in line. I was going to ask if you know what he mm-hmm. says. The wolf is great. The wolf is strong. The wolf is God. That's that's like the translation, obviously, you're saying it in Latin, but I wasn't going to I wasn't going to attempt to do the Latin. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'd um, butcher that. <laughs> at one point during filming, Billy Piper's hair caught fire. And I don't know, what? I don't know what point, I don't know what point it was. But Going on, I'm watching Confidential. At some point that See, happened. Imagine if it's on there. Imagine if it's <laughs> on the footage. Confidential. Well, I mean, if they were shooting, like, you know, BBC archives. I mean, also, is there like open candles in this somewhere? Because it's entirely possible it's just an accident. Maybe. Right? I'm glad that she got out unscathed and safe and there yeah, wasn't right. a major injury on set because that's a problem. Um, there is There is another ep in which... There was a Queen Victoria assassination plot. I thought you were going to say another ep in which <laughs> Billy Piper's hair caught fire. <laughs> and I was going to be like, well, she's only got like 11 left, so come on. <laughs> it, was, it was a real problem in the last season. Billy Piper just kept catching fire. <laughs> she, just, she just kept combusting. No one knew why. And you know what? In one of them, it wasn't even her fault. David Tennant was like, look, I've got the Olympic torch. <laughs> and just... Want to say something funny? <laughs> just, she caked her hair in hairspray. For fear her. And the doctor walked over the Olympic torch and was just like, huh, human He's candle. He's like, Russell, watch this. <laughs> Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> Never implying, by the way, that like, beloved actor <laughs> David, David Tennant. Tennant would set another person on fire. No, I just love the idea that he's actually a pyromaniac. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that he is setting people on fire in general. Just that, that he loves fire. Like, he's just on the TARDIS set, just like, clipping a lighter, watching yeah. it glow, clipping a lighter. And everyone's like, David, we need you on set. And he's like, you know, like, you know, like, when you tell me off for doing stuff, Russell's just like, stop it. Yeah, I do tell you <laughs> off that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was another episode that had a Queen Victoria assassination plot, which, oh, um Was this a classic Who episode? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, This, okay. Uh, like, my memory may fail me in this situation, but I believe this one is set in 1883, so. It's cl- oh, like, so it's yeah. like just after. Same, um, same Queen. It was right. one of my favourite episodes of classic Who. It was what? Ghost Light. Uh, which Doctor? Seven. Seven and Doctor Okay, seven, seven and Ace. It was one of the the you last ones. You love ones. seven. You love seven. I love Ace. <laughs> you love seven. So good, honestly, genuinely. Go, ghost light. Oh, this is a good one. We'll I'm get like, to it in eight years. Yeah. nine maybe. Yeah, Doctor, stop it. When stop we're emotionally we're, abusing this poor young when woman. When we are like thirty odd, we'll probably get to it. Finally, final, final point. Um, so it's just it's just like a kind of little funny full circle moment I think for Doctor yeah. Who but in um, in the crusade Ian is knighted by King Richard was it King Richard the Lionheart or something like historically his, his name was I think this is the first Doctor story yeah this is, yeah, this okay, is the first Doctor right, story yeah. of like Ian and Barbara but um, the historical figure like he, he knights Ian mm-hmm and I think the doctor has a little like, oh, like I, I would care to be knighted, or whatever. And then later on in the King's Demons, which is a a fifth Doctor story, the fifth Doctor is knighted, but it's by like an imposter, so obviously it's not like don't count, don't count, null and so, void. So now he finally does get a knighthood. Finally got it, and it sticks. Isn't it weird that he doesn't like say a Doctor every now and then? Because I'd toss one of them in there. 
Do you, Sir Doctor sounds fake, doesn't Sir it? Doctor like, as like, like yeah. title and then title. What? So here's like a, a little question. Just we were talking about like referencing and stuff. Do you think that the sixtieth is going to be like new, 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 new stuff just coming out 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 of the wazoo, or do you think it's going to be this like nostal- In fact, we'll do this separately. Actually, I think okay, that, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, How? Ne- Sorry, we're going to say the same thing. No, go for it. I was gonna say how excited are you for school reunion. School reunion, uh, very. I love it. Yep. Uh, I was, I was tearing uh, up in the library earlier when you were watching. Yeah. The scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. I I other than like my rewatch like last year, and then I obviously the one when I was in my old house and stuff like, and I haven't I have not rewatched Sarah Jane in so long, and I know that it won't be this year unless we will 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 tussle with this. Yeah, we'll very figure. Soon. We'll figure that one um, out. I, I just can't wait to see uh, Liz Sladen back on screen again because she is phenomenal all the time. And you know what? I've never, in all of like the interviews and behind the scenes, never heard like a bad word about Liz Sladen. She was always welcoming and nice and, and would never mm-hmm. make anyone feel. And like I know that on set for Sarah Jane, she would have all the fun in the world with like obviously it was a it was a younger crowd yeah all of the everyone on there was like a teenager she would have all the fun in the world with those but then when it come down to doing a job she would remind them like hey this is a job by the way there yeah. is plenty of time to dick around on set but it is also a job and there was like a perfect work but fun balance and i'm like that's so wholesome this like i mean i feel like a lot of the time when you know if you were to say to someone like oh there's a good classic who companion yeah yeah and it, it feels like it feels like sarah jane is like sort of you know the one that would the be face like, of oh. the yeah more like well d- there is a reason sometimes things that are popular are popular because they're good mm-hmm. and i think sarah jane is one of those and i'm like yeah i can get really obscure with it i can tell you fucking chameleon is my favorite classic who companion you know is it really aces yeah i would never i would never you'd never cheat on it like i know i wouldn't even dream of it ace means more to me than anything else in all of doctor who including your own skin yep um (laughs) (laughs) no doubt but like you know yeah be be awkward about it be like i loved sarah kingdom more than anyone that you can't deny how good liz sladen is just everything about her, you know, like the way she carries herself. Yeah. The way she interacts. And the way that she's always genuinely interested and she doesn't, she she's, she never phones it in ever and she's always having a good time. And I'm like, that's what I need from you. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, maybe, you know, it's sort of like in part, maybe it just is the way that Sarah Jane as a character yeah. is written. But an episode to me, an episode of Doctor Who with Sarah Jane Smith in it feels just like, Oh yeah, like you know, classic, absolutely classic. Yeah, not in the classic Who sense, but in the way of just like a, a everything good in here old works. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like eating a, it's like eating a comfy meal. You know, like a having a nice lasagna. Why are you looking at me like that? You know. Sorry about that. My thighs sometimes make that sound. <laughs> oh, yeah, in right. what? Like in Gonna, what? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not questioning. Actually, we'll see you next week for school reunion. Bye. <laughs> oh, could you say bye quieter than that, Jesus? Bye. bye. Doctor Who rewind ASMR. Oh, by the way, it's DW rewind everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's just Twitter. Chica chica. <laughs>